John Rub Your Life podcast. I am one of your hosts, Doug Jones. With me, as always, is my great co-host, Mr. Joel Kindlin. How are you, sir? I'm doing good, sir. I'm doing good. Glad to be back. Excited for this episode. Oh, we have a very special episode for you guys today. Returning to the show, actor, content creator, media specialist, the one, the only, Mr. Ray Ramundo. Welcome back, sir. That's me clapping for myself. Thank you. That was a great, oh, man. <laughs> that was a great introduction. God damn. That's crazy. Oh, please, man. Oh, please. You, you are man. the man of many talents. Oh, man, no. <laughs> man, I, thank you for, for having me back, man. No, that was, I, was, I was like, wow. Thank you, Doug. <laughs> I got you, man. No, no. Please, you know, dude. Doug, Joel, man, like, no, it's, it's, so, it's so cool to see hear you guys again. No, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to talk to you guys about what's been going on with me in the last Four, four months that since we talked in january yeah but yeah please yeah uh, man let's how, how well, i don't know how do you want to start it well, let's, no, uh, no 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 of course well first off and as you know ray is one of the most like talented actors i've ever met in my life he's done stuff again for our last episode as you probably heard before he was in one of those one of the stars of uh shotgun wedding uh he was also but i think became one of the amazon's biggest like openings of a sh- movie ever so my boy yeah. congrats to that that's, that's, that's really you. big man it's, we, we love hearing that also done tough short films amazing short films he did episodes of 13 reasons why i mean ray mm-hmm. really is just Thank like you. above and beyond he's on the rise right now as, as we said last episode but yeah again your last time it was january shotgun buddy was coming out we were so happy for you remember the next yeah. day we we're like we can't wait with we can't watch the show like it, it, for me like having you on last time was like having an actual celebrity on the show and you saw oh, our man, celebrity no. in my eyes because it was like, <laughs> nah, dude. like our first like real nah. like hollywood guest <laughs> nah, you're 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 too kind nah i'm not i'm not i'm on that i'm on that shit i'm i'm you know me doug it's it's literally I just I, I i just really am like in this like industry to like because i love that you know what i mean you it's do, just man. it's just people just like you know when it when it comes to like so that's that's, that's a good that's a good thing i want to i want to put as on top yeah, of it, man. you know it's like it's really interesting that like when I meet people that we see either on social media or on TV or like movies, that they really are just normal people like us. Like, oh, yeah. for example, like my co-star that I, I did a scene with in Shockin' and Josh Duhamel. After I did the scene with them, and I don't know if I mentioned this last time um, on the last episode, but we flew back together on, on the flight. Did I tell you that? Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, you were, you were like the cool picture with him. That's on your Instagram. Yeah. That was a really cool picture. Yeah, I remember and that. And that's what I mean. Like he he really is just like a very like talented, down to earth, nice human being. And that that's that's what I really appreciate about him. He, he didn't. He knows he's like well off in this industry, and that's why he gets casted for these things. But like he really is such a normal dude. And he's like, yeah, I'm just I'm just a normal dude in Hollywood, just trying to make it big. You know, I was like, I like that. You know? Yeah, man. Yeah, he was once married to a black IP too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that that's Fergie's uh, man right there, man. Dude, yeah. Did I tell you a story how I met him actually by Joel's old house in Chicago? Um, I was a uh, I was a summer camp. Well, sorry, at the time I was a summer camp counselor assistant, like a counselor in training. It was a volunteer job. This is like I want to say 2010. Like they were filming Transformers uh, three in Chicago, and the camp that I was like kind of like, the volunteer at. I'm going to this kind of brand, beautiful park that you know by where Joel used to live in Chicago, mm. and walking down like and when when a film was being how it is in LA, but when a film was being filmed in Chicago, like the yeah. entire city kind of turned out for that for that film. Whether it was Dark Knight, Transformers, mm-hmm. uh, Public Enemies, 
um, anything. And it was it was really yeah. It's, the hype is very real. Oh, Divergent. It was it was very real when a movie is being filmed in Chicago. It's a big, big, big like city thing. And we're walking down to this park. My brother was there. A bunch of people were there too. He, I can agree. He was one of the nicest dudes I've ever met in the industry. Because of how he was very nice, and he was his whole like you know costume on, like you know Michael Bay in the mm-hmm. background, kind of like setting up the shots, whatever. And they were nice enough, nice enough for let us to like, hey, I have all these camp, all these campers and these counselors and these volunteers, yep. hey, go look by set. But also he took pictures with every everyone. He, it was hundred, it was like hundred degrees out. It was so hot. He this really kind of like yeah, like black SWAT suit, whatever his costume. And he mm-hmm. took a picture with everyone, dude. He was giving everyone hugs. He was one of the nicest people in the world. So, like, when I heard the story, when you met him, when you worked with him, I was like, that's so cool that he's still a good dude 10 years later after I met him. So, yeah. I like hearing good stories about people like that because, you know what, it's it's very refreshing to hear people that, like, you know, Joel said in the past before, like, hearing actors who are actually really nice people are very, very kind and very generous with their time because it goes mm-hmm. a long way, I feel like, at the, at the end of the day. Yeah, and and I... I... Literally, what you just like explained about how you met him and all that stuff—he literally likes to mess with, like, ha- have fun with the j- the crew. Like, he 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 like joke yeah. with them, take photos and stuff, and just like joke around. And like, he was just a very open-hearted, like, warm, you know, actor on set, just having fun doing. It's kind of like it's like it's kind of like this. It's like if you and you, Joe and I, Doug, we just did something on set. It's kind of like buddies just hanging out on set. Yeah. So nah. So yeah. he he's that's and that that that. I can tell you, like, he, he gave me such great advice about, you know, being an actor, you know, like, what what should I do? Um, he's like, this is your first gig? I was like, yeah. In, in LA, he's like, congrats, man, you know? And, like, I'll, awesome. never, I'll, I'll never forget this moment that, like, um, after we, we wrapped, right, uh, run the flight, and he goes, hey, man, want some M&Ms? I was like, yeah, man, I want some M&Ms. <laughs> 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 you know? And then the flight attendant, we're, we're, we're in first class, right? He's like, how are you gentlemen doing? I was like, oh, would you guys like a drink? And then he's like, yeah, I'll, I'll order a drink. And I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I'll order a drink too. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. I mean, I'm like, yeah, I'll share. To, I, right, exactly. I'm like, yeah, of course I'm going to share a drink. And we, we toasted, like, congrats. Congrats on your rap. He's like, yeah, congrats on our scene. It was great. And yada, yada, yada. And like, you know, just, just he like, he, he was like showing me like, hey man, I have this, I have this script for, for my other movie. And he's like, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty great. And I was like, I'm really excited about it. And he's just, his his energy just kind of reminds me of like I like I I can resonate with that energy because it's like yeah he he's not stopping it's it's an ongoing thing that like he really is like trying to keep making stuff because he loves it and that that that's the most important thing about being like a creative in this field whether you're in the podcast or like a content creator or a filmmaker that's that and I think that that's what we should talk about and discuss today you know what I mean oh yeah dude absolutely and I I like that because it's you know. It's 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 yeah it's very rewarding re- refreshing to hear like an actor mm-hmm. like just being generous with their time. I mean, I know there's plenty of actors out there who are very generous with their time, like you, like you, good sir. Um, but uh, it's it, it is nice to like know like hey, when people are just down to earth, and, you know, again, like you said, the a- actors are people just like us. And when you connect yep. with them on like like a personal level, it's cool because you know you can say like, oh yeah, they're kind of normal dude. Like, like he likes getting drinks with someone on the plane. Like you know, likes talking about acting. It's just like it's very like. Again, rewarding, but yeah, man. Again, for our listeners, yes. Yeah, when I asked Ray to come back on the show, he had a great idea of like, you know what, talk about content creation. Because you're right, we had, last time we had, had you on was three months, and you know, a lot of things have kind of changed and stayed the same yep. in the last three months. But you're right, and I do think Ray wanted to talk about, hey, you know, the idea of content creation. How you know, right now, we live in, we live in this age where, I mean, for the past, I mean, the past ten years, it's, it's for sure has evolved, but. 
the idea of content creation and the art of this. You know, you used to go, you used to going from like, you know, like normal actors, and YouTube kind of blew up, and then you know, and, and yep. then Vine blew up, and then Instagram blew up, and then Tumblr the blew up, and all these like TikTok was the biggest in the past three, past three or four years. You know, these TikTok stars are, no, are more now almost more famous than actors, or yeah. you know, like directors or producers, which is very like the you know that's the the change of the, the changing of the guard, you know, like the the, the, the way the new wave of of talent, and yeah, I. So Ray, so you know the past three months, what do you, what have you been working on? What's been like your kind of like now? Like, I mean, I, I, I mean, I know you know I work. I, I, I don't know you're working on work, but like, what have you been like kind of like focusing on uh, creation wise for you as a content creator? Yeah, so you know, being a content creator, like this didn't. I've always been wanting to do this, but I just never had the confidence to pull the trigger until like I was, you know, being supported by my girlfriend. She was saying like. You should do this. You should do this. Like, why don't you try doing like a jumper video every day? Why don't you like create skits and stuff, you know? But then, you know, that later down the line, like from January till now, like I also like my girlfriend met um, another influencer just by her being like really chill with her, like on like she would just en engage with her on their social media. And then she ended up and this is my this is the way I'm trying to tell you, like as an example, like she would just resonate well with her content she's like oh my god i love i love this thing you know like oh my god it's great and then one time you know she's like oh influencer her name her name is a uh, remy right she goes she's like yeah, is anyone uh open to like you know like help me out with something or like be assistant and i remember my girlfriend she's like yeah like i'll help out and she did this photo shoot and then from that photo shoot till now like i was able to like kind of get an understanding like how does an influencer be an influencer like you know how, how does a legit content creator be be one in that that that's where like i started kind of learning more like okay she is just like you know like me my girlfriend mayu and right like we're, we're just normal people but she just has her brand mm -hmm. her niche and i think what well why what i can say trying to be a content creator is like what how does this content relatable to you hold value to you value to you and like how is this like how's this um it's real relatable and like mm -hmm. um how does this bring you value if you watch this right and for me, I'm an actor. I'm a, you know, I'm a singer. I'm an editor. Like I, I love cinematography, and so it's just like how do I, how do I put myself that out there for more exposure too, right? And that that that's what that's yeah. why I decided to do it because uh, I'm sure as you guys know, there's also a, a writer strike happening right now. Yeah, yeah, um, I've been following that. Yeah, yeah, and so with that happening, um, there's no auditions, you know. Ray, oh, you know what? I was gonna ask. So I must have been pausing some of the auditions because of the strike, right? Correct. So there's no auditions. Wow. Um, I mean, the most I've been getting is like voiceover auditions, but like, but I'm not receiving like, like actual like TV auditions or like film auditions because like, you know, there, there's just there's a real strike happening for the writers. Like they're they're not getting paid fairly, and you know what? The writers write the roles, and you know we audition for them, and I think they all need to get paid just as equally and fairly you know so I'm, yeah. I'm all for it and that's why i've been up to and i've been like i've been in i'm in two acting classes right now and the, the, yeah. and and so like uh i'm in uh an act an online class and then now i'm, I'm in an in-person acting class and on top of that you know just i i'm really in my creative era now right because yeah and here 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 here's where i i'm, I'm really wanted to just kind of like touch upon is that I'm not really so much about like, oh, I'm an actor in LA and I'll get an audition, I'll feel good. I've actually found so much more happiness and joy just creating stuff for people. Like you see on my oh, Instagram, sure. you see on my Instagram, Doug, like 
I'm like shooting content for like fitness influencers. I literally just shot that thing with Colleen yesterday after the meeting, 30 yeah, minutes. Yeah, for work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, she, Colleen, Colleen's, Colleen's dope, man. She, she's, you guys don't know um, who I'm talking about. Colleen is our, our, our Doug and I's, our coworker. And she's also in the industry as a, as an actress and as a model. And she's been in like three, like, no, I'll say three, 30 music videos. You, like you've seen, like if you, if you go back hmm. on her Instagram, she's like in music videos with Lil Wayne. Um, um, who, 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 who's it? No flex zone. Who are those artists? Oh, uh, race remembered. Yeah. She, she's in the music yeah, video dude. right there. And like, she has street cred, man. Yeah. She has, she has street cred. <laughs> and she's also in, and she's also in videos with Anderson Pac. Dude, yeah, I, I remember you told me that. I was like, no way. I I'm right. I was like, oh, no way. Colleen's in these like cool videos. And also, again, shout out to her. She's like the goat when it comes to like doing captions for stuff yeah. at Paramount, like in Pluto. Like, she really is like the goat when it comes to like uh, caption appliance. And also, again, she's a really just a really cool person down to earth. And it's cool that like that video you did yesterday on your Instagram was like really professional. It was so sick. I'm like, oh, this is like, this is like a like a Jordan and like Pippin collab right here, man. This is like so dope. This is like a Scorsese and like Leo DiCaprio, man. Greta Gerwig, uh, like and uh, Social Ronan kind of collab, man. It was mm-hmm. it was really cool, man. It was really impressive what you guys pulled off. And yeah, go on go on his Instagram. It's it's really cool, guys. He did, he did a great job. Thank you. And I, and and here here's why I'm this is why I'm trying to tell you like I created that because I she and I are creative people and like I was like and I shot all that on my iPhone, man. Like iPhone that that was all on iPhone 14. Like the, I didn't have like yeah. a nice ass like Sony camera. I mean, I do have like a Canon, but like I, I'm not. It's just so much easier and quicker to shoot on my phone. And like I, I knew the, I'm like been studying lighting and all that stuff. And here, here, here's here's what I'm like really truly up to. I I need to create my um, I need to create my own content. Like whether it's like you know on social media or like writing a film or like writing like a scene. Like now I'm like shooting scenes with actors in L.A. Ever since I've been doing these classes, and so it's it's really amazing when you open up the door. For yourself it, it, it you, you can invite so many people to collaborate with you now and ever since i posted on my instagram then hey message me all these people started like saying hey i i i've been seeing your content consistently like i love the way you do i have this idea and that's that brings me more joy and recharges me all the time and that's what's oh, important sure. just like as this as a prime example your podcast genre of life you know this is literally why i love collaborating with you because we get to do stuff like this and this is like both of us enjoying to talk to each other and have people hear like what's actually going on with doug joe and i you know yeah man oh absolutely right and that's why like again man i really you inspire me a lot i mean a lot of people i you know, a lot of my creative people in my life inspire me but you're one of the definitely top three that inspire me because you're just like doing amazing creation amazing content creation because because you enjoy doing it, like, oh, this isn't my job. I'm doing this. I'm, I'm going to try to get paid. No, you're doing this because you're trying to a build a digital por- digital portfolio mm-hmm. for yourself. It's kind of like kind of like a digital like um, uh, resume in a way of like, look, I'm doing this, this, and that. And also, man, kudos to you for being proactive during the strike because who knows how long it might be, when it when it might be over, what deal exactly. what deal might be make because you never you, ne- you never know. And one thing, I, one thing I do, I do want to, you know, harp on, like, like you said too, was that I saw an interview. I think it was like a less than a year ago with Spielberg. He was, I think it was for the Fablemans. Mm. And someone asked him, like, what would, what advice would you give to young creators, young filmmakers? He goes, "You right there." Like he's talking, talking to the audience. You have one of these. He pulled out a phone. He goes, "You can make anything you want in the world right now. You can do. You can make any kind of story. You can make any kind of music or mm-hmm. art, whatever." And he, he was very like, "I love. You know, I'm a big Spielberg fan, but it was very kind of cool seeing him. Like, you know what?" 
follow your follow your craft. If you believe in your craft, do it. And he showed the phone again. He goes, you have one of these. I didn't have one of these growing up, but now you do. And you have a lot more access to, like, like I said, different apps or different platforms. Mm-hmm. There's TikTok, whatever. And that's the kind of the beauty of, like, you know, listen, man, like, it's just, it might be it's just because you don't have a fancy, fancy, super IMAX camera. You have a, you have a phone. And like you said, like, you're doing an iPhone 4 or 14 where it's like you've always like, yeah. and all these kind of like um, these kind of these like tools to your to your um, at your fingers, which is very accessible more than ever in this past um, couple of years, which is very, again, it's very like the world is your oyster when it comes to when it comes to creating stuff on a phone or on a MacBook. You, you never know. Yeah. And and that, 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 um, that that's my point. OK, go ahead, Joe. Yeah. I want to hear Joe. Sorry, I interrupt. This has oh, nothing no, 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 to do no. with I what want, you guys are talking you, about. <laughs> uh, so I saw Craig, the recording thing, leave and then rejoin. So I just want to make sure that he's still recording. Oh, I still see him. We're good. Yeah, I still have him. I still have Is he still yeah. recording though? Yeah. All right. Just wanted to check. Uh, no, I was letting y'all talk because y'all are on thing. So I'm going to let y'all get back. There's not much for me no, to say this week, you know, uh, on mm. topic of what you guys are talking about. Um, yeah. So, uh, no, yeah, but just keep Joe, doing your own thing. No, Joe, I mean, from, well, how you from, been, from, man? From, yeah, 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 Joe, I want that. This is your show, too. Come on now. So, Joe, what have you, like, what have you noticed, like, <laughs> You know, I both grew up again in Chicago. We have like you know Vine and Instagram, a lot of like YouTubers. What have you What have you seen like kind of like What have you seen kind of like the rise of like creation? Have you seen more on YouTube or TikTok? What have you been seeing kind of like the new wave? Do you think it's TikTok over the over uh, YouTube? Well, right now it's definitely TikTok that mm-hmm. is taking over. Um, as in, you know, what content is making. And I'm on TikTok a lot, especially at night, because I'm just a fucking night owl. So I'm always <laughs> up at night. And, you know, I'm always fucking scrolling. If I'm not watching movie, TV show, or playing a game, like, or on YouTube, I'm on TikTok. And there's a lot of good creators out there. And then there's creators out there that... <sighs> have a lot of fans that I personally think should not have fans uh, because they're not funny. They're not creative. It's just very, you know, like the, 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 the thing about content creation nowadays is that anybody can do it and it doesn't need to be good. You know what I mean? Like if you can find the right audience, you can make yourself something. And you know, no, good for a, them for making a hustle, but it's it's at the same time, it's like, dude, like there's so many people out there that are creating these amazing things off of an app that has like a third that still does like the thirty second or the minute video, and they're like killing it with like their transitions, the outfits, the mm-hmm. you know, the work that they put into it, and then here's a guy that's just that is doing a stupid face and just because little kids think it's hilarious for some weird reason, he's no. doing yeah. better than they are. And so, you know, uh, uh, so content creation is an amazing platform, but also the death of creativity at the same time, depending on the fan base. Yeah. And right there, fan base, right? That It's about actually trying to find your specific audience and, I agree with you on that, Joe. Like, there are so many people creating professional, thoughtful, considerate content that just 
makes makes you like enjoy it just the way we enjoy movies right but again i do agree that like there's some people who just have a target audience where they just want mindless scrolling content right i'm not and that that, mm. and that, that, that that's the challenge of trying to be someone as an actor in the industry while trying to be a content creator is like how can i actually make content that's actually like like wow you made that instead of just like trying to post something that's like that was all right you know what i mean that shit was mid right <laughs> right like like yeah like what what was the purpose of this like like dang this really is getting that much attention over that shit right i get it um but i again like to each of their own and i'm i think everyone has everyone has like likes specific things but i think i i, I want to speak for myself on this this end i do want a great audience who like actually appreciates the way we appreciate film you know what i mean Mm-hmm. like the way we right. appreciate like yeah. way we appreciate like oh i love this movie and this like like you know how you and i really bonded over like the last of us like i loved the whole thing yeah i loved it me too through and through i think they did it so well and the way they developed the characters like we're, we're those audience members who actually understand the game and the show and that hey hbo neil Druckmann, and craig the showrunner they killed it right exactly uh yeah i I, the the thing about what's so great about social media is that it, it was social media and content creation mm-hmm. there's such a giant mixture of what you can get because you can get people who really understand and who really enjoy it or you can get you know people who know nothing about what you guys can be talking about what you're showing mm-hmm. and, and still like find it interesting or or the ones that want to learn more about it that have like no experience in it or you know just interested in learning because you know i'm one of those people i have a lot of friends that just really love to learn and then you have people who generally just want to be horrible human beings and hate anything you do so with content creation it's a very giant uh giant mixing bowl of what you'll get as a content creator but with like people like you know i'm a giant like nerd and i like to watch like gaming youtubers so like some of my favorite people are like markiplier and stuff like that the way they handle the the mixing pod people is just Mm -hmm. really well and other people it's not and it's honestly like take a it took a giant hit to their you know mental health and yeah mental well-being and emotional health as well so you know i think i think you know uh content creation can help society but at the same time it's sort of it's a double-edged sword <sighs> hurtings right? yeah yeah it's, it's it's hurting society with you know how people are yep. you know less care for other people's well-being with you know like you know like certain content creators who you mm-hmm. know have like a really nice car and just to make a video or whatever they'll do really messed up things right Right, like exactly. The Paul brothers or the ones that, you know, drive really fast because they think it's funny to, like, you know, show people, like, hey, my car can jump this high off of this hill and just, like, mm-hmm. really, like, hurt someone, you know, destroy someone's property, stuff like that, where it's, like, that's getting a lot of the traction. Yeah, and that and that, that, that that's know. clickbait view shit. But, like, I want to go back on, like, yeah, I, I, I'm very much a fan of Markiplier, Jacksepticeye, you know, PewDiePie, but, like, I feel like PewDiePie has took taken the most hits out of everyone on YouTube. You know, very much so. Yes. Like it's like I I, I don't know 
I, I used to be a huge PewDiePie fan. Not, I'm not saying like I don't like him, but like I just don't know where where he, where he lands in you know his whole gaming thing. He he does a lot of different stuff now. You know what I mean? Mm, yeah. But, yeah. I I, I tell I, I I get what you're trying to say with with all that stuff. It is a double edged sword, and that's why there are people who are like doing stuff just to like raise hell and shit and get yeah. views. Like so yeah. So I think it's very important for you know people like you like. To be able to share what you love and that passion and like mm. for more people to to see it and to also share with other people because you're not only sharing your passion you're showing people like hey it's, and the way you talk to especially like markiplier and like jacksepticeye is that he's like all right like this is who i am and you guys are interested like but it's like you guys can do this too like you know you guys can have passions in your lives and everything like that and like just show positivity and you know, again, creativity and stuff like that and spread that, you know, wide, widely through, you know, social media, your own content and, you know, and take that, that real big view away from those people that don't care, mm-hmm. you know, uh, those bad, you know, people to, to, to you and just be able to, you know, keep pushing them forward to, you know, being good and also uh you know watching you uh you know and seeing the things that you've done with uh you know shock and wang you know mm-hmm. 13 reasons and stuff like that is like you know you're showing people that there are a lot of good people who are doing what they love and are continuously like showing how much that they care and it's like you're killing it because it's like so cool to see it and it and and that encourages a lot of other people i feel like or it should <laughs> thank know? you yeah and, and you know with, with with hollywood nowadays it's a lot of the there's a lot of bad actors you know not bad actors yeah, but, but a lot of bad people who are actors and who mm-hmm. have taken the spotlight away from a lot of good actors yeah you know like when i don't like talking about this because i don't care about it anymore but like when will smith went up and slapped chris rock right you know what i mean uh someone uh i think it was quest love or, or yeah. someone was it, like it took, it took, away, it took, took away, away from quest love's actual award winning his document for the yeah yeah, yeah. And, and a lot of other people's awards because that overshadowed everything. You know, yeah. it's just such a simple act of violence, you know, because people weren't expecting it. It's online TV and weren't expecting it from those people that overshadowed everyone else's achievement. Mm-hmm. And just like, damn. And, you know, so from even to, you know, in the future, when they're talking about past award shows, they're going to bring that up mm-hmm. instead of what the, the, the people who, who made great achievements did. You know what I mean? Yep. And and like just speaking on, on you know, of like the whole like right, right bad people bad acting, like like who does don't deserve a spotlight. That's why like like I think I want to transition to the, the show Beef, right? Uh Doug and I oh, wanted yeah. to talk about beef, but like <laughs> beef beef was like fucking amazing. But like you guys heard what what David Cho was saying and stuff, right? I heard the co- I heard some of the controversy about it. Like no, it was, I like, heard. It, it was his. It was his past, yeah. right? What he did. I don't. I don't want to yeah, well, misquote it. No, no, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna misquote it. it. He literally said that like he went to a masseuse parlor and that he was inappropriately touching them and that that got him aroused. And he said he's like, and then the, one of the podcast person said like, "Oh, you're basically telling me that like you doing that, you 
you know, quote, like, on the word rapist bullshit, like, he's like, you're basically telling me that in order for you to, like, get um, aroused, you have to, like, inappropriately touch someone. He's like, basically. And that shit resurfaced. And he did put out an apology. You know, and this is also, I, I also, I should, you should put a trigger warning for about sexual assault if, if anyone's listening to this, because that shit is real, and we should be really uh, mindful of, like, of that, that people do do that in Hollywood, and that, uh, that's unfortunate, but he did, he did say that stuff like that, and that, again, took away Spotlight from an actual great show, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, they're gonna, it's unfortunately, because when a, when a big project's doing well, or good, or someone's kind of blowing up, it's, it takes one thing. It takes one thing. It takes one one thing. No matter how big or how small, just to like you know take away from everyone else. And a good example is Ezra Miller. Ezra Miller was doing some really fucked up things, you know, the past mm-hmm. couple of years. And it's unfortunate because people, people were like, "Oh, I won't see the Flash anymore." It's like I I, I get your point. I, I understand. I again, you don't want to support them as a person, as an actor. At the same time, there are a lot of people that have put their blood, sweat, and tears. Like we have, we have a first Supergirl. We have Michael Keane's coming back as Batman. We have Andy Muschietti, who's a great filmmaker. So many people, you know, blood, you know, blood, sweat, and tears put in this project. So I understand. At the same time, like you're trying to make a stand against someone, but you're right, right? It's it takes away from all the other hard work that Ali Wong and Stephen Yoon yep. and uh, the brother, the guy plays a brother, like Young, Ali, yeah. the guy played the husband. Like, all the all the hard work they put in to make the show. It, it takes away, and it's it, it's fortunate, but another thing too is that I I remember like seeing I just it's because again it's 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 a very it's 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 a very area of like hey you know you whatever you ha- whatever you have out on 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 um on this in the world it's out there for good no matter yeah. what it's out there for good someone can bring it up and gotta be careful with your words for sure yeah. and kind of like you know Kevin Hart situation remember he right. apologized for the tweets yep. and like no you got to apologize again and I I got why people were I got people I got why like you don't want to apologize because oh, I apologize already why am I apologize again yeah and then he apologized to like everyone else again and every world and every like talk show he went on yeah but it's you're right it takes away from the bigger picture mm-hmm. like you said Joe when when Will smacked Chris it's it it took away from Quest Love took away from the rest of the night because you know everyone's talking about oh Will Smith smack, smack Chris Rock no one's talking about the first deaf actor won. Uh, best a uh, best supporting actor, it, mm-hmm. it, or you know, uh, Armando Bose won best supporting actress for West Side Story, or you know, this isn't that. You're right. It, you're right. It, it takes away. I do feel like you know, it, it's unfortunate. I think in our industry, especially, it's like controversy always sells. And I know, like controversy and, always sells. Here we go. I'm gonna jump off of this. Controversy always sells. The casting for Lilo and Stitch. Mm-hmm. You know. Oh the, yeah. The first the sky. You know, he he got casted, and I was like, "Okay, cool, right?" But like, apparently, all these Disney vloggers found he had a playlist on his Spotify with like racial slurs and shit. I was like, "That's wild, man!" Yikes, man! You know, you got yeah, but, and I, and you know, that's when we saw that. I was like, "Oof!" And I was like, "This is Ray." I was like, "This is Ray's chance." Ray, no. Ray wanted this role. This is Ray's no, chance no, again. No, no. I was like, "This no. is the boys." This isn't about <laughs> that. I, I know what you mean. Though. Yeah, <laughs> but like, I know what you mean but, though. It's but to, to preface why I'm bringing this up. So I actually had now now that the cast is out, right? I actually auditioned for David uh, back in November, and congratulations to the recast. And I think you know, I want to I want to specify. Like, I remember when I I pitched myself to. Disney and stuff. I said, "Hey, 
I, I do Tahitian, I, you know, I, I, this is what I look like. And I showed photos of why I look like David. And I felt like I really looked like him. And, but I also specified I am Filipino American. I'm not, you know, I'm, you know what I mean? And I think the reason I'm happy that they did cast people who are within the, oh, yeah, for in, sure. in people in Hawaii. Right. I want, I, I, I respect that. And I, and I think for me as a Filipino American actor, I, I would want true representation. And that's why they went with that other actor. You know what I mean? Because oh, for sure. there, there is a little drama with that, that the casting now, fan wise, you know, mm. uh, out of the Hawaiian uh, community um, is uh, they're calling it colorism mm. because they're not a darker skin tone, and yeah. you know, David and Nani are uh, both darker, and so you know, uh, yep. a lot of people, especially uh, you know, Hawaiian, uh, I'm aren't happy with it yeah you know what i mean but you know i was like as long as they're hawaiian that's cool but i can understand like people's like you know this yeah. i don't want to say dislike but not it's not happy view of you know the and that's not towards the actors themselves right you know what i mean i think that's more like uh, the upset is more towards production you know what i mean mm-hmm. And and that and oh yeah and that that right there is like where we're saying like this controversy will give more press to the actual live action Lilo and Stitch mm-hmm. and it's not really about mm-hmm. the movie it's about hey there is this thing and that and look this shit worked too for Shotgun Wedding they fucking recasted Army Hammer <laughs> uh dude he <laughs> that's <laughs> understandable <laughs> uh, bro <laughs> he's man, man, that's understandable still, yeah that's understandable he's still, he's still selling timeshares in the Cameron Islands right now. <laughs> his movie is still coming. He he has a new movie coming out with uh with um ah, fuck how can I I suck at names I hate it so much yeah I know oh, his the, fucking name the the the, the army one, one. uh mm. no what Gal Gadot that, one that that what? that one, he had, he had a movie come out last year like a like a murder mystery one and no one saw that movie no no there's a new close. movie where. He played Mysterio in Spider-Man mm. before No Way Home. Uh, oh, he wasn't. He wasn't Home in that one anymore. What? No, not Army well, Hammer. No, Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake Gyllenhaal. He's yeah. doing a movie directed by Army Hammer that's coming out where he plays like a soldier at, that you know had like a, a an Iraqi like guide, and you know mm-hmm. they got. Uh, him and his platoon got, you know, ambushed, and the Iraqi guide saved him. And oh yeah, yeah, yeah! I did see that trailer. Iraq safely, yeah, yeah. and then he's going back into Iraq to save that guy because now he's wanted for helping American yes. soldier. I was supposed to be him as uh, an army. So, sorry, sorry, correct you. No, it was Guy Ritchie did that one, not Army Hammer. Guy Ritchie, Army Hammer. I swore I saw Army oh. Hammer. No, Guy Ritchie did it. Guy Ritchie, maybe maybe Army Hammer was supposed to be in that movie originally, but Guy Ritchie directed it. I swore I yeah. saw. I thought I saw no, it. Presented Guy by Ritchie. Army Hammer. Okay. Yeah. No, Guy Ritchie did Gentleman and Lockstock and Snatch. Uh, no, he uh, that was a Guy Ritchie movie that he, that was in it. Yeah. Oh, needless to say, Doug and Joe, like that that that's the whole topic about like content creating and like Hollywood and like spotlight and just kind of like controversies. It's like. This is this is uh this industry that like we're all in as you know you guys are writers you guys are producers you know you guys are like you know and I'm an actor like I want to write stuff like at the end of the day what what I why, why I wanted to come here on the podcast to talk to you guys about is like I really want to encourage you guys to like the keyword is to try and 
always keep trying. I, I talked to you about it, Doug. Like, just you, we have oh, yeah. to keep on creating, um, regardless of what people will tell you. Like, oh, like like you said, like oh, you're not legit enough. Like, we are legit. You know, you know what I mean. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, no, I appreciate that, Ray. And you were a big help. I mean, I don't, I don't want. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's. I was. I mean, yeah. I've been. It's. It's a part of the business, man. And I, I definitely feel like during COVID, especially, I mean, even, even today, you know, we're 2023. It's like, you know, when you're told no a lot, it's definitely like, it hurts your, it definitely hurts you a little bit. We're like, you yes. know what? I thought I had this. We went up for audition or you go for a job or you, you, you know, oh, I had a great interview, man. I thought I did great. Or oh, I had this great audition. I, I killed it. Or you have something you're proud of. And then someone kind of poops all over you and you're like, well, that kind of, it hurts. And no matter how you spin it whatsoever, it still hurts. Cause you know mm-hmm. what? You, you did put your heart and soul into it. Yeah. And I, when I, yeah, when I, when someone told me this podcast was amateur, it was, this wasn't a real podcast. It sucked. I was like, well, it kind of sucks. But you know what? I'll, I'll work harder now even more because you know, yeah. I, I wish Nick was here. Cause Nick, Nick could explain. Cause when Nick, Nick had, you know, different jobs that, you know, he was working his ass off and he just said, you know what? I'm going to stop busting my ass for this. Cause you know what? I'm gonna make my I'll make my own film, and like you mentioned last two episodes, I think that Nick made a short film for no money in his house and won a bunch of uh, independent awards, which is great. Yeah. And to your point, Ray, you're doing all these you're doing all these great content that's being recognized by Paramount or other brands, you know, fitness influencers, yeah. everything, man. And it's and it's the recognition of not right away, but you're, it's a hard work that is paying off slowly and surely for yeah, sure. And and what I want to you know really specify on like the whole you know doing creating and like trying is like it's really to be able to do this so often is because you know we have to love what we do and that's why and and you don't you don't know who the people you'll meet who you end up like working with like like all the people that i met at my gym my local gym like they're all branded athletes and i'm like and they they, and it's surprising that they don't have content like this on their page i'm like they're branded but how, how 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 can people know that you actually work out in this clothing and look fucking cool in it you know what i mean Oh, for and sure. So, yeah, man. And, you know, and they know they know I'm an actor, and they they see my page like, oh wow, what you're in thirteen? Re-? You know, like we have that conversation. I'm like, yeah, and like they're like, ah, oh, that that's so cool. And you know, and mo- and most conversations like that, I'm just like, yeah, no, I just I want to I want to I want to encourage you. I want to I want you to see how I see you in my cinematic eye. You know what I mean? And yeah, and, dude. Uh, I, and, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. No, no, I don't think you have, you have a good eye for that, man. Like I said, you can find Ray. I mean, before you go, I'll I'll have you plug yourself. But you're right, Ray. It definitely like, dude, you have a good eye for a lot of things, and that's why like I love collaborating with you, collaborating with people, just because of like I love hearing like yeah, I, I this kind of vision. And that's the, that's the beauty of like you know like you know of of creation. It's mm-hmm. just like you know you can collaborate with people at different different styles or different techniques or different backgrounds, and that's like you know what it's good it has to be coming fresh. And 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 to your point earlier, Ray, I agree was that you know it's. You can tell when someone loves what they're doing, or like they're fake or they're real. And I know you are one of the most real people I've ever met in my life. I like man. Especially Likewise. that because you, oh, I appreciate that too. And it's I, I can tell because you really have a love for your craft. And you know I, you know, the, the past you know a couple of months I don't follow people that like I follow who are, who are in the industry or people that I listen to a podcast. I'm like, this is so fake. Like this feels so phony. This feel like you're here. You're here for the numbers. You're here for the numbers. You're here to like say, oh, I'm right. You're wrong. I just can't stand people like that whatsoever mm-hmm. where I'm like, why am I following you then? Why am I going to give you the, the listen of, of the subscriber? Because oh, oh, the subscribe, because I'm like, I hear you just rant about like, oh, I'm right. You're wrong. And I do have, I have, a, I always had a problem with people with big egos. Mm-hmm. That to me is like, if you have a big ego, I just can't vibe with you. I can't talk to you because we're going to get nowhere basically. And it's 
it's not it's not fun to be around people or listen to people who again if you listen to someone, someone on like a TED talk or a podcast or an interview, you can tell right away like this person's full full of themselves or like, oh yeah, I'm doing this, like I'm right, you're wrong. And mm. like I said, I had I don't want to follow so many podcasts, man, this past couple of months because I'm like yeah. I just can't listen to them anymore because it's like it's it's very daunting because I'm like I don't want to listen to someone yeah. talk down to people yeah. or talk down to audiences. And I love seeing your stuff because you're very inspiring. You're very like, hey, what's Talk about this. Talk about that. You're, you you have a very mix of content. You have a very mix you have a mix of like a catalog of stuff, and that's very a refreshing to see. But also b it's very rewarding because you are trying to give new content as well as giving people heartfelt, you know, relatable stuff. Like you said earlier, it's all about being a relatable. Right. Relatable wins, and it goes a long way. I feel. Thank you. No, Doug. No, you, thank you. And I want to I want to like bring up two points. That's like you're right. Like. It's o it's okay to mute and unfollow and restrict people you don't want to see because it really Absolutely. is at the end of the day like why am I looking at this and how is this actually you know affecting and I I say this on my Instagram like like about like my, your mental health like stuff that you ingest that you expose yourself to when you the stuff that you read the stuff that you watch it all it all comes plays in your subconscious and the second thing was like yeah like you can tell when people are trying to just say that like i'm doing i'm doing this and they're not really actually interacting yeah. genuinely like as like it, it, you you it's it, it's i I'm, I'm a firm believer in energy right and like you can you know when you Me know too. you know when like people are looking out for your best interests or actually asking about like how are you like and how are you back you know i'm not just oh, i'm gonna just talk about myself and then yeah i feel better and that's it oh. right yeah it's <laughs> You, you should, no one should ever talk to someone. I mean, reassurance is a very big thing. I, I, I do believe in that. But at the same time, to your point, Ray, you don't want to say like, oh, how's your day going? And then you talk about yourself for like an hour, an hour and a half because you're just kind of, then you're not really caring about the other person's feeling. Right. And why did you, why did you text? Why did you message me? Why you talk to me in the first place? Because you just want to hear yourself talk. Yeah. And so I think it's a very big thing our industry faces right now. People want to hear themselves talk. I mean, that's, that's the whole country, if you ask yeah. me, the whole world, if you and, ask me. People love hearing themselves talk. And that, and that, that that's the thing on uh, Instagram and like TikTok. It's like, that's why some people's stuff like doesn't pop off because they're just, only talking about like why is my life like why my life is great and i, I i'm i'm in a better position yeah. you know that and that that that's why shit like that flops you know what i mean mm-hmm. like that, yeah. that, 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 that that's that's just me being real like and i don't i don't ever think anyone's content is like whack as shit i'm just saying like if you think that's good and that's good for you but I, that doesn't work for me you know what i mean and this yeah don't yeah. don't mix it yeah, in and don't mix it in don't and the stuff that i want to provide for people is like i really do want to provide content that like is relatable entertaining and like fun to watch like that's why like i have i'm sitting on like a fuckload of content and i have to pace myself i can't just throw it out like it's all about pacing and like you know going going day by day with like trying to like build my brand as not just the actor just the filmmaker the content creator like that's why i'm saying like there's so many avenues you can you can you can try and that's why Mm -hmm. i'm trying to say like you should just try and do it and not worry about what people are saying or thinking because the last thing you want is to like question like why didn't i do it why was i waiting the whole time right and for the last four or five years i kept on asking myself like why have i done it and and this last month i've been able to like you know boost up my engagement by like legit 300 percent because like when you do hashtags right 
you put hashtags on the most con like the, the topic you're talking about and that's how you find your specific audience like that's why i'm trying to talk to you like joe like when you put the hashtags and all the people who follow filmmaker or cinematography those people like how like us or podcasts they'll find us and we'll find them and yeah. it's, I, I think it's, it's great how, how they do that Dude, absolutely. And uh, it's, it really, again, it's the, it's the, what I think what's why I mentioned about Spielberg. He said that, you know, a lot of platforms that people didn't have back then, you know, things are always changing, always evolving. And you're right, Ray, if you say one little, one hashtag, you might, you never know who might see it too. And that's the thing of like, you know, and you're, again, as an actor, as you know, in our, in entertainment, it's, you never know who might listen or who might listen to this podcast or who might see your TikTok or might see your YouTube no, video. No, dead ass. It dead takes, ass. it's a really, the very the very cliche, you know, La La Land kind of thing. It's like it takes that one person, that one person or two people to be like, you know what, this has potential. Let's pursue this. And I'm not saying how been overnight. Obviously, we're we're still working. We're also working at it right now. We're still trying to you know, work on our craft. And that's the and that's the art of like, hey, you know what? Some, for some people, yes, it happens overnight. But it also it's to me, I rather have I rather spend the time working and and also like building something I'm proud of than having hope overnight and be like, yep, I'm overnight sensation. Look at me, yes. like. I'm I'm the, I'm the shit now. It's it's very I think it's very important to build your brand and build yourself because you know what? After a while, you get burned out, man. I do. There's a lot of actors who are not haven't been seen anymore because they were one hit wonder or whatever. And look what happens now. It, they weren't relevant anymore because they kind of burned out pretty quickly. And, that, and that's my point. Like you you got to be doing this because you actually love it, not because you want to like get some sort of like exactly. attention because you you've made a like no. It's a, this that's why what I do as an actor. It's this, I could do this for the rest of my life. You know, this isn't, this isn't, yeah. this is, there's no, there's no, there's no goalpost at the end. It's, it's, I can sing, I can, I can act and I could do as much like cinematography at, at the end of the day. And that, that's, it's really about just always doing as opposed to like thinking, I'm, I'm not going to do it, you know, that, that, and that's, I'm going to tell you, it's a hard step. That's, that's one of the hardest steps to do that. And yeah, I mean that, that's why, that's, that's all, that's all I have to say about like where I'm at with like content creating, like just, you know, getting to know where you guys are at that, that, yeah. Yeah, dude, it's 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 the beauty. It's like I said, it's believing in yourself, believing in your craft, mm -hmm. showing that, showing your talent. And like I said, it's when you believe in yourself, it shows. When you don't believe in yourself, it also shows. And it kind of mm -hmm. and there's and there's really so much, you know, like you know, if you're in it for the free gift bag, I always always say it's you know why you got a free gift bag, cool, but what do you what do you have to sh what do you have to sh what do you have to show for yourself if your if your life ended tomorrow or a year from now. Mm -hmm. What would you? What would it be on your? Again, with that really cliche saying, what would you be? What would it be on your biogra bi biography? What would it be on your tombstone? What would it be on your like? Yeah. Oh, he lived a good life. This, 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 and that. It's you got. You got to take risks. You got to take chances. And it's very scary. No, again, people who live in LA, again, I, people live in New York, whatever, or anywhere. Honestly, it, taking risks is a very, it's a very scary thing. And I feel like people are too afraid to take that chance yeah. and they settle. It's unfortunate because a lot of people I think who, who couldn't have settled could have done big things. You know, I get it. It's everyone has a different background. Yep. Everyone has different, different lives. It's, you know, yeah. Exactly. Exactly right. It's it's all it's all different. Different lives is different. Like, you know, comfortability comfortability is a big thing too. Having comfortable enough to do mm -hmm. it. But I do feel like if you really believe in yourself, you truly believe in your what you want to do, it, it it can it can go it, it can open so many doors. It can really like it can really pave a way for you. Yeah. And it, it maybe even not happen a year or a year from now or two years from now, but you know what? I think it will happen. It just, it just stick, I think sticking with that. I remember hearing that from like networking events in LA, film school, whatever. Yeah. It's like, stick with it, stick with it because you never know where it might take you. And if it makes you happy, that's all that matters really. Who cares? If you made no money off of it or make a little bit of money off of it. Who cares? Right. If it makes you happy, 
take with it because it's a, it's a huge part of happiness. Happiness is uh, do what you makes you do what makes you happy, and you know you'll, you'll never work a day basically. Yeah, and to to like close my last thought on this, Doug, you doing this podcast. I remember when you told me like you're gonna do this. Like this is again a prime example of like we're building, and this is it. This is proof that you are doing it, and that like is it. I I love I love hearing you like talk about. I love seeing your your content on like when you talk about it, your whole you leave the theater and you have your your first review. You know what I mean? You're telling me about like how these A24 yeah. people are like getting at you. I'm like, dang, you're, you're finding oh, I, I got pooped you're up. finding the A24 people who are like you don't understand that movie. You know, and it's funny because now you can like you can you can have a conversation with them, right? So that that's that is, yeah. again to Joe's point, it's about finding your audience and finding your your brand and who you are and like who you want to talk to. So that that that, that was the last thing man. I wanted to say because. Yeah. All right, my friend. Ben, I thank you so much for coming on the show, man. It was a pleasure you having me on. And before before you go, where can they find you? Yes, you can find me on my Instagram. It's a Ray dot Raymundo. It's R A Y dot R A Y M U N D O. Um, yeah, feel free to check out my my stuff. Um, anyone's out there who really who wants to do content, like doesn't have to be specific, but like like anything, it could be anything. Like if you want to do like a food content or like lifestyle, like I just would love to see you. Um, I want to nurture your idea of what you thought in your head and how I can help you make a vision. It's been really an awesome experience doing that for people at the gym and people like Colleen and like, like my other actors who I'm going to do scenes with, you know what I mean? And I have all the lighting stuff and it's just really cool. I have all the audio like to like do like scenes to like for the reels. So that's where I, I would love to work with you guys. And that's why I love working with you too, Doug. No, guys, he's the real deal. Like I saw his equipment. He he's not playing around. If you want some grade A A one quality, raise your guy. Like I swear, I will vouch for this man until the day I die. He has some amazing, <laughs> some amazing content about the portfolio, but also his equipment. Like yeah. none of that boo boo Radio Shack shit. Oh. No, he has, has actually has like legitimate like grade A and quality here, stuff, man. I, and show I, them his I work. I need to man. do a shout out. This is a shout out to my girlfriend Mayu. Or getting me a road mic for my birthday. She knew that I'm like on my content creation. She's like, and honestly, that mic is so fucking good that honestly, you need it. You need it to like if you want to do like cinematography, like right then and there. It's so useful. Then I have like mm-hmm. I have like my soft boxes. I have my C stands. I have like my tripod. Like my eight. It's it's to the point where it's like if I'm gonna do this right, I, I'm just gonna jump in and commit to. It. I can't I can't half ass the shit. You know. Yeah, man. You gotta invest. You gotta, I mean, yes, if you have the money for it, invest. Yeah. But also, you definitely invested in your in your quality. Again, you know why? It's no one wants to hear. Yeah. <laughs> no one wants to hear kind of like that staticky, you know, like 2004 flip phone uh, sidekick uh, thing. <laughs> you and said like, Razor? Said, mobile mobile I, Razor? I, I, T-Mobile? More <laughs> Razor, <laughs> yeah. Dude, yeah. T-Mobile, Max. I've, I've seen, dude, you showed me at work. You, I've seen, like, on Zoom, I've seen what you have working with, guys. I'm telling you, if you want some really amazing content, raise your guy. Like, he, again, like I said, his quality is amazing, but also his equipment is so professional. And it's amazing, man. So, again, man, please hit him up. He's really the guy, the go-to guy for all that kind of stuff. Thank you so much, man. And I, I really appreciate your guys' time and to coming on tonight and just having a cool session to talk about what we all talk about, which is our lives. <laughs> you are always welcome here, my friend. And I'll see you this weekend, yeah, my boy. Yeah, I'm about to see you in like a few hours. <laughs> Shit, man. I'm hella excited to see you. I'll see you in 48 hours, yeah, my guy. No. Well, <laughs> before you go, finally. this is the first time I'm actually meeting Doug in person. This is how you know how know, okay. yeah, true friendships and like stuff like this. We found each other through work. Now we're going to finally see each other in person. It's going to be crazy. I'm, I'm going to document the shit out of it, take photos with you and Z. It's, it's amazing. 
I can't wait. After two years of working with Ray, I'm finally meeting this guy, and I can't wait to meet him. I cannot wait to meet you, bro. You, you have no idea. <laughs> All right. Have a good one, man. All right, brother. See you soon, my friend. Have a good one, Ray. All right. Later. 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 What a guy, man. Guys, can yeah, follow him on, on Instagram, follow him on his TikTok. He really, like, and he really means business. And like I said, I, someone I, who I want to collaborate, keep going collaborating with until the end of time is definitely Ray. Cause like I said, he just puts all, he puts so much effort, dude. Like he puts so much I, at work and like, he's the kind of guy that I've always like, I, in, you know, grow up, like he's always the kind of guy that like, you, you around him, he's, he's such a good energy. He's, he's so inspiring. And he's very just like always positive. And I know that like, it's, not an act. He really means like he's just a really genuine dude, and I love seeing that because you know, like I said Joel, like in this industry, it's very, it's very easy to kind of lose that, lose that kind of like humbleness and being that kind of like being that kind of kindness because you know it's very cutthroat. It's very cutthroat. And it's very, I'm from over, not cynic, but it's very, it's very like just not as not as friendly sometimes. So uh, definitely, definitely follow him on the grant on the on the socials because he just like I said, you watch him on Shotgun Wedding. He was he, the first few, few few minutes. He still he still the movie. If you ask me, he still he still the scene. Still the movie. And like I said, if you watch his episodes on uh, 13, Thirteen Reasons Why, you, you just show like how much of a range he has as an actor. And that was like some of his earlier work too. So give race a follow. Give, give Ray some love and give him a follow for sure. What yeah. a guy, man! What a guy, uh, man! It's, also, I'm gonna take this time to uh, have you guys that are currently listening to us, whether you're on Google, Google Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Apple, you know, Podcasts or Amazon Podcasts, wherever you might be on listening to us, please hit the follow button, you know, subscribe. It, it helps us, you know, to uh, it helps this podcast grow and have other people be able to see us. Uh, also for you know you guys to know and keep updated with us whenever we make a new uh, episode so you know uh, hit the follow it really does help us out grow out grow this podcast because we do want to take this so much further than what it currently is and uh, we do by the way to the people who are following or the people that are continuously returning thank you so much for the love thank you so much for listening uh we truly appreciate you and uh the new people thank you for being here thank you for listening and uh hope you guys stay yeah anyways uh back to what hey, we were going did, did my did, did my job for me man you said that perfectly <laughs> i'm just gonna say the exact thing <laughs> so the exact so perfectly you took my words right out of my mouth my boy right yes, out of my yes. mouth dude yeah, it's, uh, i'm, I'm uh, I'm jealous of Ray. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. Uh, he gets to see you again. It's been a I minute. know, dude. Oh, it's I'm been finally... like a year by now, or more, more, right? It's been more so, than a year. Yeah, dude. I mean, I started at Paramount September 2021, and I was there until June. And mm-hmm. I kind of mentioned this on the bonus episode a few weeks ago. I mentioned that yeah, I'd done projects for multiple different studios and companies. And I left, and I remember, I remember, like when I got the offer after to leave Paramount last June, I was kind of sad. Cause I, I, you know, me and Ray managed a lot of projects together at Paramount, and it was kind of sad that my time with him was ending. But you know, even after I left Paramount last June, him and I were still in very good, t- very good contact, and we were still like, um, still talking all the time, asking for advice, what he's been up to, whatever. So, um, I was, I left Paramount for a couple months, did a different projects at different studios, and um. Um, other um, other companies, and then I came back to Paramount. I'm, I'm calling, oh, I'm coming to Paramount, and like, he, was, he was so happy for me that coming back to like work with him on his team, and we've been doing a lot more projects together last month for some stuff at uh, some high party stuff at Paramount, which is really cool. But yeah, man, I'm finally um, going to. I've been, you know, I do. I haven't been to LA 
since I uh, almost moved there, uh, two, <laughs> literally two years, literally two years ago to the month, actually. I think I, I was looking at apartments two two years ago, man, and that's uh, kind of crazy to believe that two years ago I was starting my kind of my first real job post college at that uh, visual effects company, um, and then I say, you know what, this job was the job wasn't for me, didn't work out, and I. You know, I, yeah, I lost my security deposit, which kind of sucked. <laughs> but <laughs> I, I, real, I, I realized, um, I realized that um, that wasn't for me. And as, as, as people, for our listeners, you know the story. I, uh, I, my first job out of college was visual effects company. It was just, I was so excited. I was looking, <sighs> for, looking, for, looking for work. Yeah, looking for so much work during the pandemic. And you know, it, it was tough because you know during the pandemic, no one was hiring. It was very like slow hiring entertainment took a hit like everyone was working remotely or there was some not a lot of productions going on we were kind of like looking for work and uh again graduated top of my class from asu film school you know great great honors everything it's just it was a it took me almost a year to find another work because again no one was hiring it was this kind of shit thing about covid it was like no matter what the entertainment took a big hit i mean a lot everyone took a big hit but entertainment was a really big you know no one was hiring it was very slow and then uh Got a job that was just wasn't that for me. It was not a not the best place to work, unfortunately. Um, I won't name drop any place because I don't want to like hurt anyone's feelings. But uh, it, it wasn't for me for sure. But I don't have a problem. Not joking. No. No, no, dude. It was. Oh my god. I just that was that was a month of just like I don't know what the hell I was doing. But the beauty oh, of yeah. that though was that the day my contract ended, uh, and I met my girlfriend of two years, going on two years next uh, uh, June. So you know what. Uh, even though I got, even though I got, I got my 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 job was ended. Uh, the next day, I met my girlfriend, and you know what? That was a, that was a silver lining. That you know, I didn't move to LA for a reason, and I believe that was her. She was the reason. So you know what? No matter what might happen, one door might end. Everybody, kind of like sliding doors. One door might end, another one opens up, and yeah, man. I'm again. I've met again going to LA first time in two years. I'm kind of nervous because you know I'm as. I said I said multiple times in per, in person. I just I'm not the biggest and it's weird. Again, I'm a film. I was a film major. I want to work in entertainment. I'm not the biggest fan of Los Angeles. I, you know, I was there for an internship for about half for about three, four, four or five months, and it's just you know I was there. I met so many great people. I met so many amazing uh, people in the industry. Like uh, you know, with a lot of cool premieres and screenings. But you know, it to me. I have friends that who moved to LA and are still there, still working. They're they're doing great. You know, Moses, Moses is one of them, and a lot of people are still there trying to make a name for themselves. And I, I applaud them, but it's when I'm there, just I don't feel like myself, and my creativity kind of feels clouded and uh, misguided, and it kind of sucks. Because when I was there, I was just like I didn't feel like myself. So um, I'm going for a quick weekend trip, dude. And uh, like I said, I'm looking for, I'm looking forward to going for sure. But seeing all, seeing Ray finally, seeing some of my my homies at Paramount, seeing my boss at Paramount. Uh, seeing some, seeing Isaiah, Michaela, and uh, Moses, hopefully. But yeah, man, when I'm, when I'm there, just to me, just maybe one day I'll be there. Well, maybe one day I'll be there when the right job comes the way. But for the time being, I just I had no interest because when I'm there, I, I have like no myself. interest in living in Hollywood. I'll probably yeah, like, stay for a bit, but I won't live there. Kind nah, of, dude. No. I, I said, you know me. I was, you know, my my apartment caught on fire. <laughs> 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 Dude, it was. I woke up one day like, oh my god! I woke up. I, I, no, I woke up. I smelled smoke. All I heard was, oh my god! Open my blinds, building on fire. I said, yep. I'm going. And I'm well, like, you know well, what? Well, I made that better if it, if that song was on. You know the one the the roof the roof the roof is on fire. <laughs> oh, I would have cried laughing. Did that, that that song came on? I'd be like, you know what? This is. 
a perfect song for a perfect moment. And it was funny too. I remember, I remember going to my, uh, my internship and we're like, everyone, dude, that, that shit made national news, man. My grand, my grandma, my Nana called me, are you okay? And I was like, wow, news travels fast. Cause I was like, wow, this is huge. And I remember like a, so I remember like ASU called me health and safety. ASU called me. My professor called me the internship coordinator called me at ASU. Um, and I remember going to my internship and my, ASU was very like on my back. They called my internship saying, he's alive. Don't worry, he's alive. And I remember uh, walking into work and my boss, my boss, Chanel, was uh, like, oh my God, he's here. Give me the biggest hug. This was before COVID too. Give me the biggest hug. She goes, thank God you're okay. And I'm like, yeah. And I still came to work. And I still came to my unpaid internship. <laughs> and they were like, I they were like, you, you can go home if you want. I'm like, I'm not going back to a, a building that's, like, that's catching on fire. I'm like, I'm staying here. I'm staying my eyes here at this office where there's like no fires. And they actually have uh, fire extinguishers and like uh, the, the sprinklers, man. It was fucking crazy. It was like a Twilight Zone episode almost. I feel like such a bad friend. But luckily, you know me so well. That I don't want some news. So, so while all these people are like, "Oh my God, you're okay," you're like, "Dude, did you see news?" And I was like, "What news? Did something happen?" Article. You're like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> I was like, "Yeah." yeah. I, <laughs> I was like, "I'm I glad like, you're okay." I just did. Dude, I, did I just was... did. No, I don't want some news. Really no, that was that was yeah, that was uh that was a time, and like I said, that was definitely um part of my trauma living in Los Angeles. <laughs> I added to my trauma uh, for sure. Anything to my, can uh, happen in Hollywood, and yeah, you got the butt fuck end of the shit stick. Ah, dude, and that was that was so weird too because I remember like that was right before it was my my last semester of college. I was doing all my classes like online already, so it was before again right before COVID hit. I remember like. Now that few months I was there, it was just like, yeah, you know, COVID's happening, but it's, it is what it is. And I remember like my parents visited me. They, they, they visited me in LA. My spring break, I was off. My parents came down with my brother Fletcher. Didn't they buy groceries? I remember thinking. Dude, they were, dude, else. they, oh my God, dude, they, they, it was. I remember so, you told me you were like in tears because you were struggling. Oh, dude, they, dude, they were just, they were just, no, like, it was. I wanted to play something great for them. You know, I have connections to get screenings and, you know, going to game shows and talk shows, whatever. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to plan everything out for them the, the week that they're here. And this is the week before COVID really shut everything down. So, like, I, we, we, I planned a Conan taping night. We went to a taping of a really bad sitcom. We went to uh, The Price is Right. We went to um, James Corden. Um, we went to, and we had like more shows. We, we had like, oh, we, I was with my mom to a premiere of a movie, of, of, sorry, of, a, of a TV show was going to come out that she wanted to see. So, Dude, she bought her. Dude, she bought this. She she brought this beautiful dress. Like my first real premiere in LA. She was so excited. I felt so bad when they got a call from the people like, "Oh, canceling it because of COVID." I said, "Damn." Then we had, then we had uh, Tosh Pino tickets that Friday and Wheel of Fortune tickets, and then those just went away. But yeah, man, they were there that week. And every show we went to, dude, remember every show we went to was closing down. Yo, this uh, this is the last show before uh, COVID closes us down for two weeks. Like everything, every show we went to. We closed it down because of COVID. <laughs> like Conan's yeah, last COVID. show, Conan, like Corden's last show before COVID. The Price is Right before COVID. Uh, the taping of that weird, the bad sitcom we went to before COVID. Like every show we went to, COVID shut it down. Yeah, it was great Twilight Zone. Such a dick. <laughs> oh, we, we saw his show, man. It was cool. You know, it was cool. You know why? It was it was cool seeing his show because oh, Vin, okay. Vin, Vin, Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel uh, was there. 
and he walked down next to me. I'm like, I, you know, we grew up watching Vin Diesel, so it was definitely cool. And also, who was oh my god, I'm, the girl that was co-star was that really bad movie that I saw. It was so bad. Oh my god. Ah, it's what I can't remember the name of the movie. About? Are you talking about Fast and Furious? No, no. This was 2020. It's before Fast Nine came out. It was. Oh my god, dude! It was. I was so bad, and I was so hyped for it. Um, is it that for, witch movie? No, 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 no. It was. Oh, it was. It wasn't that. It was. Oh, Bloodsport. No, 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 no. Blood. Uh, no, no. Uh, Bloodshot. 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 Yes. I never yes, watched yes, Bloodshot. It. Oh, dude! I remember I was hyped for this movie. And halfway through, I was like, this was my last one before COVID. What was I thinking? <laughs> I was like, I what was uh, I thinking? Was Isa Gonzalez? Oh, gorgeous, bro. She's a baby driver, bro. She's beautiful. She's oh, beautiful. Yeah. And well, well, she was in that like their life. She was really good in baby driver. So I first saw her. Uh, ambulance, ambulance. The one oh, yeah, mother ambulance. Which I haven't seen yet. Uh, oh. Godzilla vs. Kong. Oh, she was in uh, that too. Hobbs and Shaw. Uh, she was remake, that too. Uh, from Dust Till Dawn. Alita. She was in the original from Dust Till Dawn. Okay. She's in yeah, she's a lot. Uh, a movie she's... that I need to see uh, because it has one of my favorite actors in it, I think. Uh, yeah, Last Looks. Yeah, dude, she uh, really is. Movie I surprisingly haven't seen Welcome to Marwin. Well, dude, remember when that came out? We were so hyped for it, and like, yeah, like a zero on Rotten Tomatoes. We were like, oof. We were like, well, we won't spend our money on that. We'll watch it on home, I guess. And like, people dude, just it's shat on that movie. 34% on Rotten Tomatoes. I went up. I'm, using I'm glad it went up. I'm glad it went up. <laughs> and Tender. Yeah. Very enjoyable. Different. I gotta see this myself because I really yeah, I saw the trailers and it was interesting. 2018. Yeah. Time fucking flies. Holy shit. Dude, I remember we were seeing that when we saw Overlord. It looked so good. And I remember it came out, it got like a 0% around tomatoes. I'm like, damn. I'm glad it went up, not by much, but I was like, damn, 0%. I was like, oof. I was like, ooh. Yeah. But here's the thing, right? So before he, I want to get off topic here. Uh, I was sad about that, but I want to get off topic here because I want to like put in just a small snippet of this because we've already talked about this. Uh, fucking trailers. I'm telling you, man, I... They're getting worse. I... There's several movies, trailers, that are like almost three minutes long. It's like two minutes and 50 seconds and two minutes and 20, like fucking 42 seconds. Like, that's almost three minutes long. Holy shit. Like, at, dude, a new Flash trailer. Did we really need a new Flash trailer? That's three minutes so, long. Did we need Spider Man, fucking the anime movie, Miles Morales, a three minute long movie like trailer? Like, come on, guys! Like, you're killing the movies because nothing's hidden in these trailers. Um, I it, it, well, yeah. Well, I was gonna do a coverage on that later, maybe on a TikTok or like a bonus episode. Was that you know, Cinema CinemaCon was this week. I definitely want to like my the goal I have for the show was for you not to get invited to CinemaCon next year because you know, that's the for listeners CinemaCon is when all the big studios bring theatrical only I repeat theatrical only um, what's coming down the pipeline in uh, next few months the theater for the, all, all the big theater owners the National Theater Organization NATO 
are there and every studio is kind of pitching like, oh, we have this coming out, theaters only, this coming out, and they bring all these huge stars. Like they had like Christopher Nolan was on last day, or maybe, maybe today they had like uh, Ryan Gosling was there for these two new movies he's he's, he's, he's making. Like so many cool actors, so many great filmmakers. Vin Diesel was there yesterday, I think today too. So it's CinemaCon is really like. Like if you're like a movie nerd, I mean, Comic Con's that too. But like if you're like a movie nerd, and you see you see like all these kind of exclusive things first because like the studios are pitching what, what we have coming out for the for the for the theater owners, and especially you know because post COVID right now the theaters need a win. The theaters need to have a big big win because you know last year we're still kind of recovering from the pandemic. This year we're still doing pretty well, but we're still down compared to like pre-pandemic numbers. So. Every year, something kind of happens in Vegas, and they show they show they don't show trailers. They they do, but they show like actual footage. And I don't know about you, Joe. I'd rather see actual footage, like a five minute clip, than a trailer. Because I'm seeing a, a I'm seeing a scene. I'm seeing a because, scene. I don't, want, I don't want to see a trailer. Because here's the thing. Here's the issue with trailers, right? Especially nowadays, is they want to show you points of interest. You know, mm-hmm. like even back in the day when trailers weren't even that long, slash only like two trailers, like they want to show you points of interest. You know, the action, not just like, oh, hey, what's up? I even no, I'm good. You know, what I mean, I can understand that. The issue is that you you can put a lot of those points of interest in a yeah. short trailer oh, for sure which is almost three minutes long that is showing basically all points of interest everything that people want to go to movies to see they're showing them and that's killing the fucking movie because especially the rating and what how people view these movies because it's just like Nothing is a surprise anymore. Nothing's a twist. There's no movie twist. It's not like, oh, wow, like I didn't see that coming. (laughs) Oh, wow, I saw this whole movie in a three-minute trailer. Yeah, no, they're showing... I'd rather see a five-minute clip of a one scene than see a three- to four-minute trailer of a whole sizzle reel, because, like I said, it kind of shows too much, and that's... I'd rather see an extended clip of, like, a certain sequence. Like, I'm kind of jealous. They showed, like... They showed like a twenty-minute chase scene, apparently, of uh, Mission Impossible. Like, I don't want to see that than a, tra- a trailer. Jesus Christ! No, I, I, no, I want to see that than a trailer. I'm thinking twenty. I'm thinking a twenty-minute one scene. Sign, sign me up. I want to see that than a whole ass trailer because I'm like, who? I'm seeing one specific scene. How they're shooting this, and um, what's going to say too? I'm kind of jealous too. They showed, they showed the Flash already at CinemaCon for all the theater owners and people that attended. I heard it's fucking awesome, dude. I heard it's fucking mm. awesome. And I cannot wait now. I heard, I heard Me like, back to the, back to the future I've been vibes. Avoiding the Me too. fucking trailers, like Me too, Oppenheimer. I haven't. Nope, same here. No, dude. I, <laughs> I saw the nope. little teaser trailer, and that was it. Like, I've been it. ignoring everything else, man. Yeah, I saw dude. the trailer for Elemental because I really don't mind that one because it's a cute movie. I'm it's watch yeah, it's it. a Pixar. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah Pixar. I'll, I'll see it. I'll see it. Um, I'll see it too. But yeah, you know dude, they're much. Uh, I'm that guy that will go alone to a to a kid's like animated movie. Um, uh, yeah, I, 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 I probably do the early same thing, in the yeah. morning on a school day on a matinee. So I wanna, <laughs> yeah, I want I want to be surrounded by little kids, and I want people to be like, yes. I can't remember. <laughs> remember, remember, remember going to like the matinees in high school when we were like no money. We go to like the what five before before like it was like five bucks at AMC. Remember those days? But AMC's like five dollar tickets. So you go before like uh, noon. Remember when we had no school? Oh, you and I go to the movies for five bucks. Like no, no one the go days to matinee. I ditched the days yeah. I just didn't want to go to school. Or that I ditched. 
my mom knew. Well, I wouldn't really call him ditching if my mom was like, "Cool, oh, yeah, you can say him." <laughs> so, so uh, Mrs. Jones, if you're listening, it wasn't really ditching because my mom already knew it wasn't good. <laughs> but I was actually a really good student. I, I hardly ever failed except for junior year. But that was not even my fault. Those were those teachers. Those teachers screwed me over because I did do my classwork <laughs> and I did do my homework and they just didn't put it into the program. And I didn't notice because I didn't get like the Fs on my report card. I was getting like uh, what Cs, Bs, but they didn't. But I got Fs around the end of the year. And then, yeah. But anyways, anyways, uh, no, I did do good in school. You can ask Doug. You hardly saw me my junior year. That's why um, you were called what you were called, my friend. I won't I won't say what you were called. That's why you called you a nickname. We're not gonna we're not gonna Don't start worry. that shit with this show. I Don't swear worry. to God, I'll quit. <laughs> I will protest. Post. Post. <laughs> you better shut your fucking mouth. Okay. <laughs> Don't worry, don't worry. We won't, we won't bring up that one or your other movie or your other. I almost, I almost said it. I almost said the other nickname. <laughs> oh my god! Don't Some worry, I'll keep that. My, I'll keep that to myself. <laughs> oh no, you don't keep that Dude. to yourself. You're giving it to from the shell. You'll just tell everyone Sorry. else in life who will put don't me worry, in I'll... their fucking phone has them. Don't worry. <laughs> okay. Hey, I never changed your profile picture. Thanks for having me. That was not me. That was I was the only person that never changed the profile picture to that actor. That was that was not that was not me. I, I didn't I didn't go that far. I did not I did not go to that far. Your your girl People put, I'm pretty sure your girl had me has a ghost for a while, did oh, I, she? I still I still do. Yeah, <laughs> still you still do. do. You get you blur this how I accidentally said the name, but I'm pretty sure your girl had me uh, had me in her phone like the that ghost? for a bit. I don't remember. Yeah. Yeah, but blur no, that. It, Cut that. Like, no, bleep good. that out. Bleep out the name because I don't want people to start calling me that shit. Anyway, okay, wink, wink. <laughs> back to what I'm saying. You better fucking bleep it because I don't want people calling me that hey, name. Man, I'm, so, I'm still learning how to edit. God. It's easy. You better go find fucking YouTube, <laughs> son of a bitch, because hey, I'm about to lose another co star. This is the free podcast, my friend. <laughs> Where's the sponsorship there? <laughs> Um, but yeah, dude. Leave. Um, no. Uh, but what was I saying? Yeah, our man is because you know we would go see one movie for like five bucks, and then go see another movie. We saw three movies uh, in one feature, day. Double feature, man. <laughs> the triple feature, you know dude. Yeah, that? dude. I miss those days, feature, man. We did that very few times. Did, remember, we went early and we saw three movies, and it was oh, dark yeah? outside. We we're like, damn. <laughs> That was the day before we had uh, assigned seating, man. That, that was nice because no assigned seating. It was like it was stadium size. You we walked in and there was no one like oh during my seat and like when I mean down the road eventually it happened. But us in high school we never so had, I mean our, our AMCs didn't have that until maybe last year before I moved out of Chicago. So it was that triple feature, man. Double feature. I mean, dude, I still had that in Arizona, man. Where I saw Aquaman and, and, and into the Spider Verse the same weekend, and they literally saw me, bro, walk across the hall. To the theater, they didn't say shit. I'm like, we're we're good. They, they did not. They did until not. Me we, and my friends were until we have that one fucking employee who took her job oh, way she too really fucking seriously. <laughs> she would she not. Out. She would wait outside our movies too. She would, she would wait, wait outside our movies too. 
She <laughs> wouldn't do that for anybody else's movies. And other people snuck in and were like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? Oh, man. Like, she I, one she day, took her job very seriously. I, re- I remember. I remember. You're like, we'll just go downstairs and blah, blah, blah. And I waited in the movie theater. Remember that? I was like, man, oh, yeah. just wait her out. And because there's two, <laughs> there's two things, right? And so y'all were leaving, and she eventually entered, and like I like dodged her and went to a movie. <laughs> she found me. She found me, and I was yeah. so mad. I was like, "How the fuck does this bitch know?" Like she was playing a, she was playing an actual game of hide and seek with <laughs> Bro, she fucking found. She literally went into movie to see if I was there. Like yeah. she took her job way too seriously, and she—I'm going to say it's racism. <laughs> it wasn't really, but it, it, was, it was it was ageism. I'll say that because she because there was other people that we went to movies with, like not our friends, but we saw, and then they went to another movie. You know, not even our high school, like like older people. You know, just people that you know. Oh, we we're in this one movie, or we saw them leave this movie with, um, yeah. and then they just went across the fucking hall. You know, or down the hallway to the other side of the movie theater and then enter a movie. Like, she didn't say anything to them, but she said shit to us constantly. And I was like, bro, fuck you. Remember when she, when we found out she wasn't there no more? We were so fucking. Oh, dude, no. I, I, dude, I remember, I, I, <laughs> I think she left like right before I moved to Arizona. And that was, uh, that was, uh, man, that was, yeah, dude, she, she, she knew, man, she was like, we can make a whole short film about her, like the movie, the movie theater employee, because she knew, man, she threw me out of some, she threw me out of Project X, she threw me out of, um, I'm trying to think, she threw me out of, oh, that's my boy, the third, I saw it again with you, but I saw it with Carlos at the time, and she threw us out, she goes, nice try, and I was like, all right, yeah, you got us, and she, and she threw me out of Project X, that's my boy, I think 22 Jump Street, I saw it again with some someone else. I forgot who I saw it with. It wasn't you? Um, but yeah, dude, she 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 knew, man. She had her high alert on, man, because she knew, and she just knew. Or there was certain theaters. Certain theaters were harder to get caught in, luckily. But there was two mm. where she always saw you too. Where she always saw you. It was like two theaters that she. That you, it, those were those were her like two theaters that she knew where to go. And every time we're like, "What well, theater we're in? Theater four. Fuck!" And like we knew, we're like, "Oh, we need we gotta like hide, we gotta hide from her." I remember, bro. She would. There was this one. It was one of the real big like theaters, you know. And luckily, like a lot of people were there that day. But we snuck in, you know, because she was busy doing something else. And we snuck in, and we were like, "We'll just hide in the back." Like we literally sat all the way in the back. Like we had to, but because there were so many people, we had to like separate, you know. But it was me and you. Yeah. And I think like the few other guys were like with e- each other, near each other, and like we're sitting there, and like TJ's like I think I remember it was TJ who was just like, bro, I think we, we should just leave. We should just leave because she's like looking in there. Yeah. Like, she came annoyed. all the way. She almost came all the way to the top. She came to where the bars were, <laughs> and me and you were I just know. back. <laughs> we were like leaning back, dude. You're like, bro, I, I want to hide my face. I was like, don't hide your face. Play cool, play cool. Yeah, Dark you're, and you're, people. You're play cool. You said you said play cool. Like, play cool, play cool. Because she because knew that's dude. how you got away with a lot of shit. Because if you're trying to hide, you know, and so but it's like, man, she came looking. I mean, she really came looking. And I was like, bro, knew, you're, you you sweep the floor. Why are you bothering with this? 
You're not going to get a better job. You're not going to become a manager. Like, you haven't been here that long. The fucking 16 year old's a manager. Let them do it. <laughs> if they don't care, yeah, leave dude. it be. <laughs> God dang it. It was it was kind of funny too is that we went to so many early screenings that were rated R that we didn't that we, when we were under seventeen or didn't have IDs never cared never cared no one ever like, cared no one ever no one cared, cared. except for all the screenings uh, we went to except for the theater with the uh, above the uh, what was it uh, T, not TG Max the Macy's or whatever you know the the clothing store that would go downstairs oh, yeah, and then there was a movie one. theater yeah. up top there was that yeah. one time there was that yeah. one time we were just having a hard time getting tickets oh uh, yeah but he was but he one. also was just like he was also like you could buy another movie and oh know, yeah yeah Since, I remember that. you know we don't have a lot of people up there it'd be hard you know <laughs> it was <laughs> and it was t- who was it that was having such a hard time understand it was TJ again TJ uh, TJ, and Carlos. TJ. Carlos TJ and Carlos TJ and Carlos didn't know what to do Car- Carlos really- was just scared to do it and TJ was not <laughs> he understanding wanted to go home, the grasp he wanted to go that, home. that that we were like TJ just buy another movie too. he was like no we can't see this movie blah 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 and this dude was looking at him and looking at we us, left. And we left. We but left. he was telling <laughs> us, he was telling us, like, yeah, just buy another movie ticket and then go see the fucking, you know what I mean, <laughs> to save his job. And TJ's like, no, nah, man, we can't. Say it. We're trying to tell TJ, TJ, just buy another fucking movie ticket. It's fine. <laughs> go see this and we, movie. And we left. And we and left. We, we left. And I, I, <laughs> and we left. We left. It's funny. We left. It was funny. We left. And then I remember it was you, me, TJ, and some other people. And I remember then Carlos and Galliano left. And I remember we saw the movie eventually at another theater later in the day. <laughs> Dude, but I was still upset because I remember after we left, I like walked like ahead by myself, which I yeah, never do. Like... I stay with the group. <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna get fucking annoyed. Yeah, dude, that was. Oh my god, dude! What a dude. <laughs> Man, what a, what a what a time that was, man! What a time, and now it's oh man, I miss I kind of miss those days. But uh, yeah, the, the yeah. triple feature, double features, man! I'll never forget those. I thought I, I, I was in college too because I, I didn't care. I was like, I'm gonna see this movie again. Who cared? And no one, no one stopped me. But uh, now everywhere you go, it's all assigned seating, so it's like you, you can still try, but it's gonna be good luck because with assigned seating, it makes it a little bit harder. You want to like. Get in, and I know, I know out here in Arizona that uh, there's some theater. Some theaters have people come in and like look around, like with clipboards and everything. So like they see you before, they'll see you again. Because I know like they just they're they're checking to check. They are for sure like no, Man, we're gonna see you. I'm hoping, I'm hoping when I do go to the theaters back in Chicago. Oh, by the way, to everyone from Chicago that is currently listening, your boy is gonna be moving back there very soon, sadly for a short period of time. When I say short period of time, soon. I'd say two years at max. But yeah, I'll be moving back to Chicago for a bit. So, uh, and with that, it'll be easier for me to go see movies. And so, you guys will probably see me on the TikTok and Instagram doing short <sighs> review videos, which I'm not a fan of showing my face, but I want to help this shit expand. So, you know, uh, pre screenings, if you guys are there and you guys listen, like, and you guys go to like pre screenings, like, hey, say what's up. I, I would love to meet people who actually listen. Hey, 
up. Yeah, man. But yeah, I'm moving back to Chicago. So I'm hoping, you know, when the day, if I can find like a movie partner, you know, or someone to go with me and go see like two movies in one day, like hopefully no one fucking cares. You'll probably see that guy that you always saw, the guy with the ponytail who always never, who never showered. <laughs> Remember him? <laughs> Dude, he, he got in front of us so he cut in line so many times, many dude. Fucking times. You know how I know. happy I was I to remember. be in front, and he's like, "Oh, hey, boo, boo, boo. no." <laughs> dude, <laughs> he cut in line so many times, dude. Oh my god, it was so uh, bad. Anyways. I remember when you, I remember when you guys saw Sasha's party when I moved out to Arizona. You, you and TJ and Sebastian saw it, and you guys like, "Dude, he's here." And he cut in line. I'm like, "Oh no!" And I'm like, "I was in Chicago no more." And I was like, "I'm still mad for you guys." I'm like, "He still cut you guys." Off. Bro, he like, still Jesus. cut. He and then after you left, I started. I actually surprisingly made like friends there yeah, tell me that, yeah. <laughs> like i would see people there be like oh hey it's like oh hey what's up dude? like you want to get in line yeah be a friend yeah. of that dude fuck that dude he stopped going eventually i don't think i've seen him last well, few when you go back you might, see him. <laughs> you might see him when you go back. we'll see uh but yeah no i'm i'm excited to go see uh movie previews and you know give my honest review of them and hopefully with you know, me and you reviewing, uh, yeah, you know, Siren movies will invite us out to go see movies. You know what I'm saying? <sighs> Flash. You know no, what I'm dude, saying? No <laughs> I, dude, I, I'm going to try, dude. Like, I really, I, I, had, I had one. Dude, oh, no, dude, I had one. I'm so mad. I had one for tomorrow for Guardians 3, but I'm leaving for LA tomorrow. And I was like, no. I was like, it was, it was an IMAX too. And I was like, damn, because I it was it wasn't a press one. It was like an early fan one. And I was like, okay, I'm like, I, 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 we're still trying to get the press screening. And I was like, okay, I'm going to the fan one. And I was like, what's the date on it? I was like, oh, I'm gonna be gone to LA. So I was like, oh, I'm waiting for next week, whatever. Um, but yeah, dude, the Flash is the one I really want to get. Flash. I'm trying to think. I I know we'll do a summer preview next week for next episode. But uh, yeah, dude, Flash is gonna be sick. Dude. I can't wait. But yeah, man, uh, do you want to do uh, click and do the one on ones close out, my friend? Shit, man, I haven't really. Worked anything recently uh oh, fuck uh shit 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 i'll, 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 shit. I'll go first and i'll go first but for, for, our, yeah. for our listeners for our listeners oh uh, I, I can explain it uh, oh, if you want by all means okay by all means so all our listeners who are new and deciding to listen to a later episode than the beginning what are you doing here Two. Uh, so let me explain what our one and ones are. Um, our one and ones is when me and Doug and you know whoever is usually here uh, or you know special guest will say one movie and one TV show you know that we think has not gotten enough attention or should be very underappreciated or underrated. Um, and we hope that you guys will uh, listen to us uh, and at least put into the movie uh, list, you know, the never-ending, long-ass growing movie list that you have on whatever apps you do or even on your phone. And uh, one day you will watch it and uh, see why we love these shows and movies so much. Uh, so, uh, yeah, that's our one-on-ones. Take it away, Doug. Yeah, so one on one, you know, I I know I watched some new stuff this week, but I think I can really rave about. So I was going through kind of like my catalog because I still buy movies and buy Blu-rays and 4Ks and DVDs. So I'm gonna go with a movie this week that means a very means a lot to me. Actually, I remember watching it in in college 
during my first semester during my uh, winter break. I just love this movie so much, and it's like it's it's it is it's one of my favorite movies. If, if, if I'm feeling sad or I'm feeling down, I watch it. Makes me very happy. I'm going with a very very underrated movie called She's Out of My League. It's a 2010 comedy. It is one of the funniest movies I've ever seen. It has so much heart. It's raunchy, but has more heart to it. And it's with uh, Jay Baruchel, um, Alice E, TJ Miller, Kristen Ritter. Uh, I feel they're actors too. I'm blanking on their names. Anyway, it's about uh, four guys, best friends who are, they work in TSA. They're losers. They're not going anywhere in their life. They're kind of just like, kind of, it's like normal everyday guys. Uh, one day, Jerry Baruchel sees this most beautiful girl walk through TSA. Like she's like gorgeous, but he's a very clumsy kind of nerdy TSA agent. Uh, and, she, and this beautiful girl, she leaves her phone there at the at the at the gate at the TSA. And so um, he, um, he calls like, "Hey, I, I found your phone." And she goes, "Hey, I'll be back in Pittsburgh in a week. Like, uh, come to my art ga- art my my fundraiser I'm doing for this art gallery. Just meet me there." And so he goes there with his best friend, one of his best friends. Uh, they he brings a phone back and like you can tell like there's very like flirtation between them but again like this girl is gorgeous stunning like absolutely beautiful and he's very kind of like a normal not so good looking kind of guy uh but for some reason she finds him very funny very cute so they, they he she invites him out to a hockey game with her friend and tells him to bring a friend along but little, little does he know that he's actually on a double date uh, and he goes, no way, this girl likes me. And all his friends are kind of like, no way, man, she's out of your league. We love you, man, but she's out, she out of your league. No way in hell is it going to happen. And uh, um, and they start dating. And it's a really it's a really funny, but really full of heart story about, you know, when you think someone's out of your league and you think like, oh, like, it's all about kind of like self-confidence and, you know, believing in yourself. Like, you, you can't get the girl. Uh, came out in 2010. It's very, very funny. It's so much heart. It's very charming. It's like an hour and a half quick movie. Uh, came out in, tw- yeah, came out in 2010. Uh, yeah, and Jay Baruchel's the lead. TJ Miller, Alice Steve's in it. Uh, it's super, super, super funny. I, I, it's one of my favorite movies of all time because it's so underrated and it's very, very, very clever and very cute. Um, so definitely check that out. And for my show, you know, I'm trying. Look at my kind of shows I, I've seen. I've seen in a while or shows I haven't seen. Uh, well, I'm trying new shows I've 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 seen uh, in, most recently. Uh, I think I'm going to go with a show. Uh, show a little HBO show called um, uh, "How to Make It in America." Um, for our listeners, probably mentioned I mentioned the first few episodes. Uh, Entourage is one of my favorite shows of all time. I love that show so much. It's one. It's so funny. I watch it all the time. It still holds up. How many years later? It's really one of my favorite TV shows. Um, but anyway, so the same producers of that show made the show called "How to Make It in America," and unfortunately, didn't have the same kind of luck as Entourage did. Made I think they have like two seasons, and they were canceled right after that. But there are these two guys who live in New York. Um, one's white, one's Hispanic. They're best friends. They want to make uh, make it make it in the in the fashion world in New York. They're very entrepreneurs. They're very they're hustlers. But no matter how hard they try, they just can't like seem to make get a break at all. And they're very kind of like cash poor. They're broke. They really have like no connections. So it's kind of like they're still they're, they're, they're late twenties, early thirties, trying to make it, trying to make their own uh, clothing brand. And no matter how hard they try, they just they just can't seem to catch a break. And it's very very underrated. I remember watching in college. I'm like I haven't even heard of this show. And um. I'm blanking on the actor's name, but uh, one of my favorite artists of all time, uh, Kid Cudi's in the show too, as uh, one of the friends. And it's a very, very underrated show because again, it came out. People were like it came out after Entourage, and they were like, "This, this is an Entourage," even though the same producers, you know, Mark Wahlberg produced Entourage and produced this show, so it wasn't given the fair chance it deserved. But it's a very, very clever, very funny show. Really quick half-hour episodes. I believe it's on HBO Max because it's a very, very funny, very kind of relatable show. If you're someone in your late 20s, early 30s trying to make trying to make something, make like again, we are 
today's topic of the show. It's about like, you know, how to make it in America, how to make it, you know, in your industry. And it's very, very funny, uh, good acting. Again, wasn't given a fair chance if you ask me. So yeah, that's my show, uh, How to Make It in America, which is on HBO Max. You, my friend. Those, those are good. Yes. So I have my. Um, I'm gonna do my movie first, which is a old movie, uh, 2005, I believe, with the amazing Ethan Hawke and mm. I forget his name. Some shit with names. So sorry, guys. Lawrence Fishburne. Mm. You know, uh, John Leguizamo. You know, I love other great actors in this as well, such as uh. Maria Bello, uh, Dre Di Matteo. You know, uh, <clears throat> it's called Assault on Precinct 13. Mm. Oh, well, you've seen this movie, have you? Oh, yeah. Good, it good movie. It's a good, good movie. So, what it is is, um, so there is a bus with prisoners on it being a transport, obviously. Uh, and then they get rerouted to a uh, precinct in Detroit called Precinct 13 that is going to be shortly uh, closed uh, for good. Uh, but the, uh, <clears throat> so sorry. Uh, the reason they were rerouted was because of a uh, pretty bad winter storm that was hitting. So they had to get off the road. Um, uh, you know, all the communication for with the outside world is cut off, and uh, you know, and um, uh, and a group of armed men start attacking the precinct, and you know, the the cops inside have to start working with the criminals to try to survive and everything. It's a really good movie, uh, super enjoyable if you like action, thriller, drama, something like that, especially with such amazing actors. Uh, you know, uh, that is definitely one of them. Uh, one, one of the great movies, uh, very big classic of mine that I love to go and see, you know, from time to time. Um, my show, uh, is American Gods. Have you seen the show yet? Oh, man. I remember watching it in college, actually, because I remember you told me about the show, and I really like the yes. writer of the show. Um, Oh my! What I have right here. Um, give me one sec. His name, uh, God, Michael Green. Michael Green was one of the showrunners, and he wrote most of the shows. And he, Michael Green, wrote two of my favorite movies of 2017. He wrote Logan, and he wrote uh, Blade Runner 2049. And I was like, who is this guy, man? He wrote some like two He's of my killing favorite it. He movies. Really dude. good. He's a great yeah. writer. So Go American ahead. Gods is uh, two seasons. It's based off of a book called american gods go figure uh and so it uh follows uh, a man who just gets out of prison um and you know finds out that his wife has passed uh his name is shadow moon and he is hired by a very strange older man uh to be his bodyguard uh that man his name is mr wednesday uh and uh you know uh has you know, more things go on and on. He's meeting new people, interesting things. And, you know, Mr. Wednesday has him driving all over the country. And, you know, just as time goes on, you're just like, who is this guy and what's happening? And, you know, 
uh, you know, like very confusing. And, you know, he's having dreams and visions and it's like, what the fuck? So basically what it is, is Mr. Wednesday. I don't want to spoil who he is. You're probably going to guess it. If you watch the show, uh, he is a old God, from, you know, one of the old mythologies. Um, and he is trying to recruit other old gods to wage war on the new gods who uh, are currently ruling the world and having everything under their control so, you know, they can get their powers back and, you know, do what they used to do as gods instead of, uh, you know, yeah. But you also get to see the struggles that they have with how the new world works and no one worshipping them. And there's no one belief within it. You know, the way that they show it is if anyone has ever believed in any type of God, they exist. So there's Mexican Jesus, black Jesus, white Jesus, you know, know, um, native gods, Nordic gods, Greek gods, you know, stuff like that. It's really, you know, there's just any of those gods. It really shows really well. And it's just like a big twist. And it's a very uh, mature show. So uh, the book is good. I borrowed it for a short bit from an ex-coworker. Um, and, you know, I really love the book. Really great writing. Uh, the show is a slow burn type of show. So give it time. But it's a really good show. Definitely check it out. The first season is on stars. I don't know why season two isn't on there. Um, but you guys can probably find it somewhere else. Or just, you know, wherever you can. But American Gods first season's on stars. And I don't know what happened with the second season. But they do have a second season. And uh, you should definitely... Definitely go check it out. Yeah, I gotta finish it, man. I remember liking that show a lot because I remember I was watching it after I watched uh, Blade Runner because of the writer. I'm like, oh, dude, this is sick. And uh, yeah, isn't, uh, yeah, dude, Ian McShane's. I love Ian McShane, dude. Such a good actor. Um, oh, really yeah. good actor. Really good. Really good. Really good uh, production value too on that show. Like, some, <laughs> he, a lot of shows have like bad production values, but he's that's oh, really they good have production. three seasons. They did a third season. Damn, dude, I really fell behind. Oh, oh yeah, also, like, or, mid, mid Orlando pandemic. Jones, my favorite character in this whole entire fucking show, not gonna lie, because that, uh, what's his character's name? Uh, Mr. Nancy, it's an African god, which is really cool, and, like, they talk about racism, and, you know, like, his character is so in-depth, but he, the way he portrays him, the the accent and the way he portrays him, he's str- like, dude, it's such an powerful like character to do, and I really love that character, and he kills it. Like his performance in the show, you're never just thinking like, oh, he's being too much or too little. Like you know, like a lot of people, like if you don't know, like like but to me, his character is just like perfect. He brings that intensity to a scene that can just be normal talking you know what i mean like he brings it he makes you feel his anger with the the you know his his mischievousness you know has he got like he i love it he he exudes it and he does it so fucking well he kills it i love it i think you go back to my show man because now you got me intrigued again my boy <laughs> Oh man, dude, that was good writing that show too. I, I love a show with good writing because I just am a sucker for that. But yeah, guys, that is our one. Those are our one on ones of the week. I 
as always, again, as Joel mentioned earlier in the show, you can find the show, um, find the show on Instagram at Midway Avenue Productions. Uh, also on TikTok at uh, also at Midway, Midway Avenue Productions. Like I, like I said, hit that hit that follow button. It helps the show out tremendously. Uh, leave a review, leave a rating. Also helps the show out tremendously. You know, every little bit helps a lot. And again, we're trying the summer. We're trying to grow this show out a lot more. We want more. Trying to get more sponsors. Trying to get a sponsor actually. Trying to like network more with the show. Trying to like network with you guys. So again, hope you, again, make sure to share the word about us. Again, we're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and also on Google Podcasts. So again, uh, hope you enjoy the show. Uh, Joe, where can they find you before you we close out? Uh, well, if you follow Midway Production on Instagram, there uh, with my uh, my Instagram, which I haven't uploaded any videos yet too, but that Instagram is the OG Cuban Rican. That is for my uh, video gaming. Eventually, I will be posting clips there uh, about my video game adventures with my homies or solo. Uh, and then you can also find me on Twitch.tv slash the OG Cuban Rican. And you know, help that grow again. If you feel la- lazy, not looking that up, you know. Um, I don't want to say lazy. Um, <laughs> unmotivated to search up no. my Twitch name. It is in the link tree. You can find both pages there. But yeah. Yeah. Oh, one more thing, too. RIP, RIP Chicago legend, guys. RIP Jerry Springer. <laughs> Jerry Springer. Oh, my God. Hard- yes. Uh, you know, always there for us whenever we're sick. <laughs> <laughs> You know what's funny? My first, okay, first off, before I we close out to do things, my first show I ever worked on when I was at Paramount was Judge Jerry. <laughs> that was, oh, yeah, a, I forgot. I was like, I was like, wow, my first show I, I was assigned to at Paramount was Judge Jerry. And I said, you know what? You know what? This, this sounds, this sounds about right. And I was like, you know what? Good for Jerry becoming a judge. And I remember, I think the story in high school, we were, we were, it was my freshman year of high school in drama class. And there was a fight that broke out, and all you heard was Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. <laughs> and I said, "Man, that is some that is some Chicago shit right there." When a fight breaks out in that school, and you hear all you hear is Jerry, 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 you know you, you know you go to school in Chicago. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's, all gonna, that's, all, that's all I'm gonna say. That's, like, that's how you know Jerry, Jerry. I remember I was um. I, I, I watched them, like watching some oh, watching the Love Is Blind reunion was later last week, and like when people when people were like kind of exposing each other, all I wanted to, all I wanted to hear was Jerry Jerry. <laughs> I was, I was hoping, <laughs> wrong. I know it's the wrong show, but I was like, you know what? I'm hoping someone my humor would have been like Jerry. The only guy in the audience going Jerry Jerry. But uh, yeah, I mean, R.I.P. Uh, Chicago legend, man. Uh, R.I.P. Uh, the goat. <laughs> yeah, facts, facts. Um, all right, guys. Well, uh, hope you enjoyed. Oh, listening to this episode. Thank you, Ray, for hopping us up, hopping on the show again. We love having you on. You are always welcome here. Make sure to follow everyone on, on social media. And until then, guys, we'll see you next time. Yeah, see you guys next time. Deuces. Love y'all.